Good morning. In case you don't know, um, Kevin is not able to be here today because his brother's eldest daughter is being baptised and he said to me, do you mind if I go? Because I wasn't even able to go to the dedications of, their, of, of Dave and Joe's children, Dave being Kevin's brother. You know, I've known Kevin since he was a bump in his mum's tummy. And uh, that makes me old, actually. Um, today, I'm going to talk to you about a man who was born blind that Jesus met. And our reading is going to be the whole chapter of John's Gospel, chapter 9, um, where we read how Jesus gave sight to this man who had been born blind. Now, I'd better get myself sorted out because I've got the cue here for the slides. There we are. So if you have a Bible or if you have it on your mobile phone or, or however you have it, um, John chapter 9. It's a very important chapter um, because it has a huge amount to teach us about Jesus and who he is. So let's read together. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Um, which tends to get used a lot at the church in Arfield where I attend. So we read that Jesus, as he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spat on the ground and made mud into the saliva. And then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud, and he said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went, and he washed, and he came back seeing. The neighbours and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying, Is this the man who used to sit and beg? Some others said, it is he. Others said, no, but he is like him. And he kept saying, I am the man. So they said to him, then how were your eyes opened? And he answered, the man called Jesus made mud and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to Siloam and wash. So I went and I washed and I received my sight. And they said to him, well, where is he? And he said, I don't know. And they brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. So the Pharisees again asked him, 
how he'd received his sight. And he said to them, he put mud on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Sorry, I should have been putting that for those of you that haven't got a Bible. Where have we got to? That's it. And they said to him, um, where are we? What did they do to you? And how did he open your eyes? And he said, oh no, I've gone too far there. Hold on, go back to there. Yeah, I washed my eyes and, and see, that's it. I better read from up here, otherwise I'm going to get out of order with the slides. Some of the Pharisees said, this man, and he meant Jesus, is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, how can a man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said again to the blind man, what do you say about him since he has opened your eyes? And he said, oh, he's a prophet. And the Jews did not believe that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received sight and asked them, is this your son whom you say was born blind? How then does he see? And his parents answered, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he's old enough, he'll speak for himself. And his parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, he is of age, ask him. So for the second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, Whether he's a sinner, I do not know. But one thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. And they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? And he answered them, I've told you already, and you would not listen. What do you want to hear? Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? They reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Why? This is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshipper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. And they answered him, you were born in utter sin. And would you teach us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? And he answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. 
he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus said, for judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, We see, your guilt remains. Seeing is an important theme in the Gospel of John. Before I say any more, I'll say this. Some people say that when you read the Gospel of John, it's shallow enough to a baby toddler. But at the same time, it's deep enough for an infant to read. In other words, it's got lots of nuggets of meaning. And one of the things that we notice in this passage that we've read is that seeing is a big theme in John's chapter 9. In fact, there are 25 each of the words see or hear in the ESV. And sometimes, though, John means to see with the eyes. Um, now, I was in the British Library uh, last Saturday, and in the British Library, they have the little symbol icons on the bottom of the English text of the Bible. There are other instances where another word is used, 44 instances of a word called horeo, which doesn't just mean to see with the eyes, it can mean to see far beyond and maybe to have eyewitness and that hint is in John. And when we read um, that Jesus, well go back to there, and he passed by, it says he saw we say, well, I've, I've seen the white stick with my blue eyes and eyes, and I guess that that person is blind. But what you wouldn't know if you'd seen with your eyes is whether that person was born blind or maybe they had a disease like uh, 
we call macular degeneration, where the retina uh, ages and we no longer can able to see. We don't know whether the person was born blind or not, but here we're told that Jesus saw a man born blind, and that's because the word saw is not rico. He didn't just see with his eyes, he saw with his mind to Jesus. And he saw that this man that he met was blind. Of course, the boat, both the men had a white ship in those days. And Jesus knew, because he is God the Son, that this man was in this condition. And it's an indication of fact that in John's Gospel, when we see the word see, saw, in many verses it just means seeing with the eyes. And in this case, Jesus is seeing And John wants us to see with our eyes. Now, let me give you an example of this. Near the end of John's Gospel, we meet a man that we often think of as being one of the disciples of Jesus. And after Jesus uh, rose from the dead, and he appeared to his disciples, Thomas didn't want him to be with him. And he said, I recommend you to be with me on this one, because he said, Jesus was there and Thomas said, no, I would imagine that you can have this power from heaven unless you have the power of heaven as well. And he said, I have the power of heaven, but you speak to me or to me or to my children. You will have the power if you say to me, not you, but speak to me. John's Gospel says Jesus did many other signs. I mean, other than what? Other than what Thomas has just said. In the presence of his disciples. And in John's Gospel, John knows the miracles and the miracles work of the power all through the Gospels. And Thomas had witnessed the signs and he saw with his eyes and he could see
So if we further go south, um, past the edge of the city walls, 
go into the gun brake when you are in commission mode, and um, further over there are the activations of the old Citadel radars that you read about in the Old Testament, and as you go further and further over, sorry, I've gone the wrong way, further and further over, you come to where they found the tomb of Sinai, and you can go and see it. So,
see, this man is saying, if you look upon God, he couldn't do anything.
Well, may I start by saying thank you to Mike and um, delivering a message in a way that we've all heard before but in a completely different way and that is the, that is the joy of the Bible. You can read the Bible over and over again and each day it can mean something different and that, the Bible is the only book that can do that. So thank you to Mike. Um, the meeting is officially closed but I'm going to pray before we shut. Um, Lord, we thank you for today's message. We thank you that you allow us to see. We thank you, 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 don't, you don't allow us to see everything in one go, but you love us so much that you feed us information bit by bit. And we, we pray that this message goes out further than just us. You will, use, you will use each and every one of us as a vessel to spread this message that we've heard today throughout Gibbish because there's lots of people out there that don't see yet. 
There's lots of people out there that don't understand you love them as much as you love us. So I pray that this message today will go beyond these walls and we will go out there and be a shining light for you and be able to spread this message to everybody that needs to hear it. Amen? Amen. Amen.